I'm Stacy. I'm Jenny. And this is Learning for Life, a homeschool podcast. We are two homeschoolers who use different methods, curriculum, and strategies to make it all work. Our goal is to help parents teach kids how to develop a lifelong love of learning. Welcome back to Learning for Life. In this episode, we are so fortunate to talk to a repeat guest, Shauna Anderson with U-School. Shauna Anderson is one of the co-founders of U-School, and you will really enjoy this episode if you are looking for ways to get more support in your homeschool. Jenny and I are your hosts, and here we discuss all things related to homeschooling that will help you instill a love of learning in your children. You can see all of our resources, including the show notes for this episode, at kidslearningforlife.com. Yep, you can find us there. And we are really excited for you to hear this interview with Shauna. Shauna is a close friend of ours. Well, I have never met her in our internet age, but Stacy is close with her. And we just love so having her. to me. You've never met in person. I know. It's, it's really weird. It's like this new digital age we're in where we can just have entire relationships with people and never um, having met them. Sorry, my toddler is in here. So if you hear her at all during this episode, it's because she is in here and I'm trying to keep her occupied. So um, yeah, Shauna is just such a wealth of knowledge when it comes to homeschooling. She has six children. She homeschools all of them. Uh, she is the co-founder of U-School, which is a really cool startup that is looking to help like basically anyone who is dealing with like education in their children's lives, whether, you know, the kids are homeschooled or even if their kids are in like traditional public school, looking to empower parents and provide educational options and opportunities and support for families. And with all of that, let's roll the tape. Shauna, thank you so much for coming back. We are super excited to have you here. You're such a wealth of knowledge, and we cannot wait to talk to you more about how homeschoolers can find support. How are you doing today? Doing great. It's so good to be back, Stacy and Jenny. I, I loved uh, the podcast we did before. You guys are such great interviewers, and I'm so happy to be back and to be talking uh, about helping families on this path. Oh, well, thank you for the nice compliment. That's super That's super nice of you because we don't know what we're doing. Um, <laughs> same, same. <laughs> yeah, I guess we're just both complimenting each other, but um, it really right? is true. Like we really do value your opinion and all your knowledge. So thanks for being here again. And uh, let's go ahead and just dive right in. So here's a really super general question for you, but I know that you can make it work in your mind. So how... In your opinion, can homeschool families best find support? Wow. Well, that is, yeah, a great question. One, because it's absolutely, I think, um, imperative and important to find support because doing this on your own can be really, really hard. Mm -hmm. um, and really, it's just kind of going where other homeschool moms live, I guess. And that tends to be Facebook for better or for worse. Yeah. Um, and I usually just search around on Facebook for like, you know, local homeschool groups, uh, join a few and, and then, you know, park days, um, being out in your community, especially during times when school is in session so that, you know, the people or kids that are there are probably homeschoolers. Don't so you love that? Those are some ways. Like about homeschooling that you can go places when they're not busy. <laughs> totally. Like the library, yeah. right? Yeah. 
So I would just go where they congregate, which tends to be, you know, parks, libraries, um, things like that. Right. Yeah, totally. And um, you touched on this a little bit, but I want to go more into it. So why do you think getting support from other homeschoolers or like professionals um, is important for parents when homeschooling? I think the majority of parents that I get to serve um, are coming from a place of just a no knowledge of homeschooling or very little knowledge. Um, and when you're learning something new, it's a it can be a very scary place. So um, that's why you would go to your you know experts or friends that have done that before. You're always crowdsourcing information and ideas. Um, so when you're first learning, I think having a guide, an advisor, uh, um, someone that knows what they're doing to sound um, as a sounding board mm-hmm. it can be super valuable and um, just help you manage um, anxiety around something new. And I think when we're working with our kids, especially there's just this extra level of anxiety of you know, we already worry about our kids now, like, okay, this is really my, you know, I'm really in charge of my kids' education now. I don't want to mess that up, you know? So I think it's helpful to have someone that has been there before, not necessarily like I'm the expert, listen to everything I say, but, you know, just can guide in a gentle and compassionate and loving way. Um, I think that's so valuable just letting you know that it's going to be okay. Yeah, I agree. And um, I mean, maybe you could go into this a little bit about your own personal experience, because I know for Stacy and I, we're just very fortunate to be in a family where everyone is very supportive of homeschooling. And obviously, she and I both homeschool, and we've always had each other. But I wonder what your personal experience has been with homeschooling your six kids. Like, do you have a lot of... Um, support within your within your family or like your friend group um and like how have you personally sought out support like externally yeah another great question um I think when we first started uh there was not a lot of support and my in in our family we have a lot of traditional educators uh coming from that classroom-based mentality and so there was a lot of just confusion and under misunderstanding about what homeschooling is. Um, and once those family members kind of saw what we were doing and understanding it, and we talked them through, you know, just the education philosophies that we were using, they grasped the idea a lot better. And then of course, when they see the kids and how the kids are just excelling at life, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, but what I think has changed, um, since the pandemic is there's a lot more acceptance of learning in different ways now, Mm -hmm. which has been kind of a blessing. So I think everyone's experienced learning at home for better or for worse, whatever, you know, everyone's situation is different, but it's not so on the fringe anymore. And I think people have a new appreciation for all that goes into educating your kids outside of school. It's hard. Yeah. So, and, and, um, I know we're kind of talking cause I'm sure there are families that range 
like they're all over the spectrum as far as how much help they want, how much support. Mm-hmm. But I find that like because I find I feel like I'm a pretty independent homeschooler. I don't need a lot of like advice from a teacher type person or a consultant. But I do feel like I really enjoy having other parents to like bounce ideas off of. And so even if you're not the kind of person who is feeling overwhelmed or like you're swimming in in all these different options um because that's not me I have a pretty clear vision it's just to me really interesting and fun to talk to people like you and talk to other homeschoolers about like what works for them what doesn't um and I think maybe that's kind of the point of what Stacey and I do because we're both so different so yeah I just I I'm sure you see that in your line of business you know yeah, I really feel like community is integral to doing this. Like I said earlier, I mean, you can, even if you do feel like you've got this and you know what you're doing, it's still great. Like how you said to just bounce ideas off of, and you know, kids as they change and grow, you're going to run into new road bumps or detours that you might not have foreseen, and chances are. If you're in a good community, a lot of the families um, in that community will have gone through something similar. So you can um, ask them. It's, it's like a good parenting group, right? You right. Know? So I think community is really important for parents and also for kids as well to see other kids doing what they're doing and not feeling like so alone or isolated or weird or, mm-hmm. you know, so finding that finding your people is super important. Yes, I agree. So So true. Yeah. Um, I also love the point you brought up about um, like how Jenny, you said you're like more independent, but then Shauna mentioned, you know, kids change. Like even like I feel pretty independent and like I know what I'm doing, but as we go through, like my kids get into different age ranges and everything, it's it's kind of like a whirlwind and I'm, I don't even know what's going to happen when my kids hit teenage years. And I'm just like, I don't know what to expect, but I'm glad that like, I know people like Shauna who have teenagers and I can say, (laughs) Hey, what'd you do for this situation and kind of be able to bounce Mm -hmm. ideas. So yeah, the community and just finding other people is really helpful. Yeah. And then there is value, there's value to learning this, right? There's you know, even if you're not an educator, you are learning education skills that mm-hmm. are valuable somewhere, whether they are, you know, whether you you want to teach it in a preschool or maybe you've discovered, wow, I really like this. Maybe I want to pursue my teaching credential or um, so there's value in the learning of doing this, doing homeschooling. And, and even if it's just the value of relearning algebra, or <laughs> whatever it is that you're teaching at the time. Yep. I'm learning a lot and I my oldest is only in second grade so that tells you I had gaps in my knowledge starting from like second grade so it's it's really (laughs) and I love that process and I think that's something that I find that's universal amongst homeschoolers is I feel like homeschoolers are still like open to learning and I love Mm -hmm. I love that about people like just meeting other people who are open to learning new things I think that's do they like to learn for life Jenny oh yes for life (laughs) for sure (laughs) well no that lifelong learning for sure yeah that's that's a big part of like you know the name of the podcast and the YouTube channel um is it's important to develop that lifelong love of learning because you're never going to stop having to learn things, you know, like what if you lose your job and you have to go back to school right. and like figure out a new career or you have kids and your right. kids are constantly changing and, right. you know, 
you know how that goes. <laughs> I don't have to tell I you. Do. <laughs> <laughs> so I want I really, really want to talk to you about U School and you're the co founder yeah. of U School. So tell us what is U School? Well, U School started out um, pre pandemic. We um, built a marketplace and it was called unschool.school at the time. We built a marketplace where um, homeschool moms could list classes and other homeschool moms could sign their kids up for classes, uh, a lot like out school, but we wanted to focus on in-person classes. Um, and then of course the pandemic happened and in-person opportunities went away for a while. Then. From that, we tried to work on this, my co-founder and I trying to work on our, um, the marketplace, and neither of us are really technical, um, so we didn't really know how to code. Um, we tried to get classes up, but really out school was kind of doing what we're doing. So, and both of us were not really, we're both educators, we're both administrators. He's a, a principal in Rhode Island of a um, small elementary school. So we're trying to figure out how to run this business thing, and we knew it was a good idea. We knew something was out there needed. So eventually, um, and we did do some classes, and I think Stacy took some classes with her kids, which was super fun. <laughs> they um, loved it. I mean, it was just so much fun getting to be able to find somebody local that will, it ended up being you, Shauna, we're teaching a class. <laughs> and it was just so cool to just be able to go online, find somebody that was close to us, sign up for a fun class, and then they got to learn and just, they, they could not wait to go back every single day. Oh, it was so fun. But um, I think, you know, the, the marketplace, the online platform didn't really take off as we had hoped it it would, but as I was, you know, learning about how to run a business, talking to amazing people like you guys and all of these founders of education companies all over the world, and just talking to parents, realizing um, when I explain my day job, which is working at one of our local charter schools here and serving students in that way as a an education specialist, kind of like a guide for the parents. People were like, that's what I need. That's that's what I would pay money for. And and I would say, huh, you don't have that where you are? And no one does. California, this is one of the one of the things that California has uh, that's wonderful is this charter school system, but nowhere else in the country or the world has what we have here. And so I was like, huh, that's interesting. And so bringing it to the team and kind of crafting this, this business plan of how we, we could serve families as advisors um, in, in a little bit different way. So, um, so then we started testing it out, marketing to homeschool families. And most, the biggest reaction we would get was like, well, that's, that's good. And yeah, you know, I could see that, but I, you know, I don't know. I'm okay. I don't really one, have the money for that, or two, think I really need it because I have my committee. So we're like, all right, maybe homeschool families don't really need this. But then as the start of school was happening a couple months ago, August, people were freaking out about 
school and you know they didn't want to go to school because they were wearing masks or they or they didn't want to go to school because they weren't wearing masks or just this chaos of what's happening so we shifted our focus to marketing to these families that are like I know I want something different but I have no idea what that is or how to do that and lo and behold you know People are finding us somehow. We haven't even really officially launched that this new business plan yet, but um, we're already serving families. In fact, we're serving families not just in the country, but worldwide now. Mm-hmm. We have a student in Kenya and a student in Vietnam, if you wow. can believe it. Oh my gosh, that is really cool. You know, on that along those same lines, we interviewed Anthony Cofield, who's the founder of Living Book Press. So he yeah he cop he makes beautiful copies of these old like books that are in the free domain and he's in australia and it's actually kind of a similar at least to california um homeschooling in australia seems to be relatively similar to here in california and yeah yeah it was it was interesting hearing about like the education system in somewhere completely different. Mm-hmm. So I that's just fascinating to hear about and I just I just love like the outreach that you school provides to like the entire world like you're affecting education on a worldwide basis. That is so cool. Yeah, and the way I see it is, you know, a lot of families have financial advisors, right? Because, you know, you have a goal, you have these values, you're planning for something. Um, but you don't necessarily have the knowledge or the tools to get there. So you hire someone who's an expert, right? And says, and you say, this is what I want. Like, why don't we do that for our most precious gifts, which mm-hmm. are our kids? Like, why don't we have someone that's this trusted advisor that can help launch our kids, you know, into life? <laughs> yeah, totally. Right? And now let's take a quick break. Teaching kids to read is one of the first things that parents are concerned about when teaching their kids. Even though I have my teaching credential, I still needed to rely on a good curriculum to help teach my kids to read. Then I found all about reading. This program had everything I needed to teach my children to learn all laid out in an orderly manner. There are several components to this program that includes lesson plans, flashcards, letter tiles, beginner readers, and hands-on activities. And I was able to try it all to see what worked best for my children. I loved being able to have all of these materials so that I could choose what worked best with my children. If you are struggling to get your child to read, Jenny and I encourage you to give All About Reading a try. We both credit our kids' first interest in reading to All About Reading, and we think your kids will love it too. They have five different levels with placement guides online. So what are you waiting for? Check out our link in the show notes to see if All About Reading will work for your kiddos. And now, back to the show. And very briefly, I know we talked about this on the other mm-hmm. episode of, of yours, like when we recorded mm-hmm. last, like months ago, but can you just briefly describe what the charter school system here in California is like and kind of how that compares to what U-School provides, just for people who don't know what the charter schools provide? Yeah, great. Thanks. Thanks for helping me point that out to people. <laughs> I just assume everyone knows all I know. This, right? I know. Me too. And then we talk about it like on this even national basis and like people mm-hmm. don't know. So yeah, I would love, I would love for your like description of this system. 
Well, here in California, we have these amazing uh, non-classroom-based charter schools, and they are public schools. And our students, because we don't have a, a site, learn at home under the daily instruction of their parents. So essentially being homeschooled, but under the umbrella of a public school with a dedicated credentialed teacher kind of overseeing that. And um, they get access to some instructional funding um, that they can use towards classes and or lessons. And then you just have this, this person, this teacher that can help you, guide you as much or as little as you need, um, give you advice, give you ideas, uh, connect you with things. Um, and it's so valuable. And the kids that are in our school are doing such amazing things. So uh, like, I just, I feel like in the classroom, teachers, while I know they love their kids and they just pour everything they can into them, there's just not enough time to get to know kids on this individual, really relationship level, right? Mm -hmm. And I feel like we can have that um, in our charter school because we serve these kids year to year to year, ideally from kindergarten to graduation. Right, and you get to know the and family so, as a whole as well, yeah. which is really cool. Exactly what I was going to say, like not just the kid, but the family and what, what are, what is the family value? What does the right. family need? Like, and that changes too year to year, right? Maybe mm -hmm. there's some, you know, some difficulties happening or maybe families value traveling or, you know, just service, whatever, whatever the family, um, wants to accomplish as a family unit, right? Taking that into consideration and then really building the education around the family instead of kind of ramming family life through the schedule of the education system, if that makes sense. Totally. Which I think is really, really how it should be built. And we call that at, um, at U-School, we call that family adaptive learning, which I love because it really adapts to the family um, and to the family's needs in addition to the learner's needs. Right. And I like that you're kind of taking this model and using it in U-School and applying it, you know, to anyone because it's really a, it's really a unfortunate that more areas don't have this wonderful charter school option. So right. I I think it's cool that you're kind of using that and then applying it toward like give providing that support to people anywhere. I mean literally anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> like you just say yeah, you have people internationally. Like that just blows my mind. Right. <laughs> so I know. I it's this giant funnel right now and people are finding us somehow. Um but what we really want to focus on and target are these families that are in these traditional schools that know, you know, would choose something different if they knew what it was they could choose and if they had someone to help them, right? Mm -hmm. So the families that I'm serving now are just fresh out of the traditional school system and they're like, oh, we didn't do six hours of work today. Is that okay? It's like, yes, just kind of helping them, right? Just helping yes. them adapt and understand and, and even recognize what they need as a family too and that school doesn't have to you know dictate what they do basically yes. 
And I love that you used that example of like the timing aspect of things because that's something I'm extremely passionate about. Like you do not need to homeschool all day. You don't have to homeschool as Mm -hmm. long as kids would be in public school. Like that, there was no way that like busy people like you, me, and Stacy could make it work Mm -hmm. if if that was actually the requirement. So I love that example. So you kind of already touched on this, but I was going to ask you just more in depth, who can use you school? Like, is there like a target demographic or, are you know, are there certain people that you're really hoping to reach? And I, I know you just went into this, but I'd love to hear more about your thoughts. Yeah, that's always like a, that's always a challenging thing for, you know, when you're starting something, of course, like I want to change the entire world. I yes. want to serve everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but realistically, as a startup, as a very small team, we can't. Um, and that's okay for now, but like we're, we're working on that, right? So I think our ideal customer right now is, you know, these families bridging, being the bridge for these families to try something different. Um, and also, I think really we could serve anybody even if you're like no my kid loves traditional school and they're doing well well that's great we could still serve you as a another trusted person that you could bounce ideas off of that you can um, ask for help for connections all Mm -hmm. of these um, I, I just think it's such a value to have someone walking alongside of you with this sort of expertise that can help you Um, just recognize the individualistic characteristics of your kids and how to serve them best. Yeah, and I like that you just said, you know, you could even serve people in the traditional public school system because something that, like, was a huge revelation to me when I first started homeschooling, and I don't know where I heard this, and I wish I could credit whoever told me this with, you know, where credit is due, but basically it's you're responsible for your children's education whether you homeschool or not, no matter where they go to yes. school, you have to be monitoring their progress. You have to be an active participant in their education. So I love that you said that because I didn't even think about that angle that maybe someone who has their child and like their child is struggling in a particular area and they're in public school, like your like you school could help people like that as well. And I think that's just priceless for people. Absolutely. And I think one of our company goals and our values is really this idea of empowerment. Like somewhere along the line, we lost this um, confidence in teaching, our teaching ability as parents, right? When we have new kids, baby kids, we're teaching them all of these amazing things about life when they're born until we kind of hand them off to school to kind of take over that job and somewhere when the kids are in school we kind of lose that confidence of I talk to parents all day long and they're like oh man I could never teach my kids I'm like what are you talking about I know the most important things (laughs) I know that's like such a strange thing for me to hear from people who are like I could never teach my kids like what you're doing is so brave and I'm like I mean, between you and me, I feel like it's braver to send your kids away from you and have someone else teach them all day. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> yeah, but I loved what you said, Jenny, about like it really is our responsibility whether we're doing the education ourselves or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for families, you know, we want to make it, we want to make education not just manageable, but really meaningful. And, 
And maybe traditional school is where your kids flourish, and that's awesome. But maybe it's not, and we want to maybe open some doors and say, okay, there's all of these options. And I think, I don't know about you guys, but for me, it is just so time-consuming to find things that are out there. And so if I could just have someone curate for me, like my kid loves Pokemon, just tell me the things that I need to buy to, you know, (laughs) something where I don't have, like, to save me time. Um, This is so true. I know I had a family that was super into Minecraft, and they Mm -hmm. showed me, look at all these cool, like, learning, Minecraft theme learning workbooks. And they were Mm -hmm. like little mini curriculums that they found on Amazon. And I was blown away. I'm like, wow, they really do have something for everybody that wants to homeschool. Right. And, and as uh, I would say, parents that have, that are not in this world yet, um, they just kind of assume that, you know, kids are taken care of at school and their interests are being met, but they're really not. And Mm -hmm. maybe they're doing sports, maybe they're doing music, are we really are we really helping kids find out what they're passionate about what their real interests are not just me as a parent putting this on like you have to do football and piano but what are you really passionate about so many kids don't even know mm-hmm. because they don't have time to think about that totally and i would argue really that you know a lot of people are like Oh man, well, this is too risky. I'm not, I'm not homeschooling my kids. I, I don't know. I don't, you know, we want to play it safe, right? But I would argue really that playing it safe in the education world is, is actually risky for your kids. Because if you want your kid to thrive in their career and in life in this 21st century, that there's really nothing riskier than doing what everyone else is doing. Mm-hmm. If you can help your kid as early as possible find out what their love is, what their talent is, and and do that, you know, in a meaningful way for them, what like what amazing things are kids gonna accomplish even before they get to college, probably. Right. Right? Yeah, educating the whole child. You know, it's not just academics. It's like what is their future gonna hold? I mean, not to put too much emphasis on their on like maybe going to college or, you know, finding a career that they love. But like, I mean, we all need those things. That's like what our souls need is like to find purpose and find the things we love doing. And I I agree with you. I'm passionate about that in my homeschool as well, because there's a whole component to homeschooling that isn't even revolving around curriculum. It's about activities or or just like hobbies that the kids like doing. Yeah, I'm in this fantastic cohort right now of people that are working, developing companies in the um, space of the future of learning and the future of work. Mm-hmm. And one of my colleagues is working um, on a new type of kind of university. And his his tagline is, declare a mission, not a major. Mm. So like how how amazing if you could if kids could figure out like my mission in life is to be a teacher, like, you know, or my mission in life is to cure cancer and, but like in a real meaningful way, say, and then help them on that path earlier. Right. Right. 
I love imagine that. the things that they can ac- accomplish. Totally. Yeah. yeah. That is, I, yeah, I love that. I think that's a really cool way to look at like your goals in life. And right. wow, we could go on a whole tangent about that. But I want to. <laughs> you should have him on your podcast. I'll oh, connect okay. You. okay. Yeah. Give us, you know, connect us in any way because that would be really cool. Uh, awesome. So I want to talk a little bit more about U School and like the advisors, or I don't know if I'm using the correct terminology mm-hmm. here, but are they called advisors that help the families that seek help from U School? Yeah, we call them learning advisors, kind of like a financial advisor, right? But a learning mm-hmm. advisor. Um, and how we've structured it is this first first time uh, we meet with you, we kind of have this starter plan, right? We we think it's really valuable to spend time actually getting to know you and your family and your learner, um, and taking, taking that, that time with each other to connect, um, finding out what you need. And then we go and build a plan based on that. Um, if you, if a parent is deciding, you know, we want to homeschool, so we would build a plan that could kind of be a guide or a roadmap for that family and then come back together again and explain that the plan and show the different curriculum options that we kind of think would match best. And at that point, the family could kind of take that and run with it. Or, um, you know, if they're a little bit newer to this whole uh, idea of homeschooling, they would, we have, we offer support at the level that you need and kind of when you need it from this credentialed expert educational learning advisor. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of the goal, right, is to empower these parents. So really, we're not really needed anymore because you're you're you feel confident enough to do it on your own. But I do think it's valuable to have just this other mentor, trusted adult that has an interest in who you are as a learner, kind of walking with you um, through life. So um, that plan that we build is really agile and can be changed and it's well vetted with you know curriculum that works for your family what your family can handle we also have um the we we are one of the only um i guess organizations that have access to um a like an assessment program we use the renaissance learning star 360 assessment so a lot of homeschool families don't have access to these standardized tests and some a lot of families don't want that but i I think there's value in learning you know where your kids might need a little bit of help so we can do assessments so some families come to us just to do the assessment um, and that's all they need they just want to know where their kids at, um, and then we have like this expert, efficient um, community concierge aspect to the learning advisor, right? So if you want to have a karate class, we can connect you with the best karate class in your area and do the work for you to find those opportunities. Very cool. And eventually, you know, my heart is is really in. Everyone deserves this type of education. Yeah. Um, and so our long-term business plan is really to kind of have like this endowment or the scholarship where we can serve families and students that deserve this but can't afford it so 
and we're still testing it out. Yeah, exactly. So. It's, it's, it's a work in progress. Um, mm-hmm. I think we're all kind of a work in progress, so I respect that. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, I'm curious about the advisors, because I know you operate on a national and even international basis, but I'm going to think nationally within the United States Mm -hmm, right now. mm -hmm. Um, Are advisors um, skilled in like the different state laws or do they have resources for that for different people in different areas? Yeah, so we do, we do have um, this giant, you know, pool of knowledge of um, homeschooling laws in all of the states. So, and the advisor taps into that knowledge, whether you know whether it's uh, other advisors in those states, or um, we have a big doc and we keep track of it and collaborate on it and how to serve, how to best families in the states that we're operating in. And right now, you know, we have a handful of states that we have students in, um, but we're working on just kind of getting all of this knowledge into a place where even families can just access it, right? Right. So, um, but yes, like that's another thing is like, you know, if I'm a family in Montana and I'm like, I, I have no idea what I'm doing and you go and Google it and you're like, I don't know what any of this means, right? So we can kind of help help with that, help you file, help you get all your assessments if needed. Right. So that's another service that we offer. Cool. Well, that is just really cool. And um, I think that would be beneficial for so many people. Now, I think it's time for our favorite segment, Recommendation of the Week. So, Shauna, do you have a Recommendation of the Week for our audience? I do. Okay, so um, I am super techie. I love tech stuff. I love exploring anything tech. And I have found that using Google uh, to kind of organize my homeschool life digitally has been a lifesaver. So I set up my own like homeschool Gmail account, like for example, Anderson Homeschool at gmail.com. Now everyone's going to email you. (laughs) I know that's not it, but, um, but some sort of address right that's that's your whatever it does it it can be completely arbitrary it doesn't matter but when you have that account with google you then have access to google drive um emails youtube accounts um all slides docs sheets Uh, so i upload all of my kids work i've got it organized digitally um, by grade and by kid. So when they hand me that 1000 um, paper drawing that they've drawn of the same Pokemon person, uh, <laughs> I can take seems a... <laughs> to be a theme here. <laughs> right? I can take I can take that picture. I could take a picture of it and just upload it and then throw that paper away because paper is very hard to manage. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's just super fun to look through all that stuff and I'm helping my kids to design and develop their own little website where they can have a digital portfolio of all of their best work that they can take with them you know I mean what a what an amazing thing to take to college and say like here's all my stuff that I've done from kindergarten to 12th grade Um, so I'm big on digital and tech and that is my tip 
I love it. Happy to share it. Yes, that's a great one because that's so accessible to literally Mm -hmm. anyone with a computer. Yeah, and um, Mm -hmm. one thing I want to add to that is something that I've done in Google Drive is um, I created like a budget spreadsheet because, you know, I'm in California and so obviously charter schools are an option here, but for a brief time I was homeschooling independently and I'm like, uh, I don't want to go crazy here. paying out of pocket for things like it would be really cool to be able to see where homeschool expenses are going and how much I'm actually spending on homeschool without the help of instructional funding so um, that was really interesting to me because all sorts of things kind of came out of the woodwork I was like oh wow okay I gotta gotta start thinking about this (laughs) so so I I recommend that kind of stuff to everyone and I'm not even a tech person you and Stacy are tech people even I if even (laughs) I love Google Drive then it's really for everyone trust me. I stole a lot of what I know know. from Shauna, so. (laughs) Well, you've taught me a few things, Stacey, for sure. Yeah, it's it's super beneficial if you know how to, like, navigate those things, and they're really easy. Like, I find them easier than other, like, let's just say, other programs that are usually accessible Mm -hmm. on a computer that are down, you know, programs on your computer that come on your computer. I love the Google Google Drive, like, all those tools in there, so love it. Okay, well, awesome. where can people follow up with you? Where can people find you, school? Where can people find you, Shauna Anderson, if they wanted to reach out? <laughs> awesome. Yes, our website is uschool.com. You can email me at Shauna, which is S-H-A-U-N-A, at uschool.com. I'm on, like, the Twitter and the LinkedIn and the Instagram and all the things and the Facebook. So whatever I, I I love to communicate and meet people where they're at so I'm happy to um, connect with you wherever so Great. please do reach out yes and Shauna is just like so so easy to talk to you about this stuff and she knows a lot so I definitely recommend reaching out if you have any questions for her or just any questions about you school so thank you Shauna for taking the time to be with us this has been really fun as always awesome thanks Jenny and Stacy I love what you do absolutely love having Shauna on as a guest because I feel like I'm taking notes. If you're listening, I hope you have a pad and pencil next to you taking notes because I feel like I'm always learning something new when we chat with her. Yeah, she's just, I I think of her as like a wise homeschooling mom who's been doing it forever and she has kids of all ages that she's homeschooled and she's just so, you can tell she's just so passionate about just education in general no matter how you're trying to educate your kids like she is there and she's got you covered if you have any questions and I think that is so valuable like it's it she's really part of our homeschool community would you say Stacey like between us like she really has helped both of us Oh, definitely. And yeah. I mean, what she's starting with you school is something that's so needed because like, like she mentioned in the show, um, charter schools in California are totally different. And it's so great that she's trying to take that model and give it to kind of the rest of the world mm-hmm. <laughs> as she keeps going. Yeah, totally. Because I mean, we could all sit here all day and say, oh, these charter schools are great. But she's like really putting her money where her mouth is and really causing like beneficial things to happen to people literally all over the globe like that's that's crazy I I think that is so cool I think the world of Shauna and I think the world of you school and I really just cannot wait to see its success in the future because it is just such a cool idea and I think it'll really take off same here and we just wanted to thank everybody for listening and if you have reviewed our podcast 
Thank you. Um, if you have not, feel free to go into wherever you listen to your podcast and give us a rating and review. Yes, it please. really helps others find our podcast. Yeah. Did you just hear my toddler sneeze just now in the middle of that? That was no, funny. No, I heard you. I didn't know what you said, though. Okay. Should oh, I she restart? went at you. No, no, no. It's okay. I think it's fine. I, I think people know. You know, if you're listening to this podcast, you get it. You know, people yeah. sneeze in the background of all sorts of phone calls. And basically, this is just a phone call. So, um, yeah. And then if you have any questions or you just want to reach out to us directly, you can email us at kidslearningforlife at gmail.com. And you can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Kids Learning for Life. And with that, I think it's time for us to say, see you next time. Perfect. <laughs>